Hello and welcome to another episode of the number one podcast for getting some kind of insight. It's your boy Uluwashei Thomas. I go by OT and I am so glad you guys joined me today because today we are going for the mental. So I ask that you sit back and you listen up because this is one that is sure to increase your quality of life. All right, all right. Before I move forward speaking on today's topic, which is the topic of mental well-being, um, I want to mention that I am not an expert on this topic. Once again, I am not an expert on the topic of mental well-being. Um, I have done personal research to better my mental wellness um, for a better life in return, and that's about it. After listening to this podcast, I definitely recommend that you take some of your personal time to do some research on mental well-being and, you know, surround yourself with people that have more knowledge about a topic and strive to increase your quality of life by, you know, advancing your mental state. With that being said, let's get right to it. When people hear about, you know, mental well-being, sometimes they're not sure what exactly falls under that category of health. I used to be one of the people who had that problem because I grew up in an environment that never spoke of this. I am Nigerian, my parents are both full Nigerian, and in my household growing up, mental health was not a topic. So I didn't grow up with that, you know, in the back of my head, it was never accounted for. It's just, you know, it wasn't a thing. And um, health to me growing up was physical and hygiene, you know. As long as I was physically fit, as long as I was um, brushing my teeth, taking a shower, and um, eating healthy, I was to me that was my idea of health. The mental aspect of health was not a thing at all. Now, um, after digging deep through the past couple of years, following my decision that mental well-being is just as important as my physical health and my hygiene. Um, I am confident saying that mental well-being is made up of, you know, certain factors. And these factors include our emotions, uh, our psychological process, and our social well-being. All these things come together to d- dictate where we are mentally. Again, um, I'm speaking based on experiences. I'm not an expert on this topic. And this is just this is just being my journey. Um, I am I'm definitely bombed about the fact that it took it took me this long, you know, to to get, take this as serious as I currently am. Um, it's it's very very important at every stage of our life. Mental well-being is um, from childhood all the way to adulthood. Um, I can't help but imagine how much different my life would be today if I decided to take this into account earlier on, like earlier on in my personal life earlier on in my professional life um you know this is something that could have been of great benefit to the way i dealt with people the way i dealt with stress and you know all those all the things like that come with life like decision making those little things we don't think of like we don't connect to our mental well-being like they all they all they all are shaped by that Think about this um, at every stage in our life, you know, every individual will experience mental well-being problems. Your thinking, your mood and the way you go about life will be affected by this. Being aware of this is really, really important. I can't stress that enough. 
A positive mental well-being would help you cope with stress. Very important. It could help you be more productive, which helps you, you know, maximize your full potential. I just figured I'll mention that just in case you still don't see a reason to sit back and actually do an, you know, internal check on your mental status to the best of your ability, of course, because we're all not experts on this. Um, there, I know there are there are many factors that contribute to mental well-being problems. You know, it, it could be biological. So I'm talking uh, chemistry. I'm, I don't know much about that, but it could be biological and it could be just simple life experiences like, well, not simple, like abuse, you know, and abuse could be as simple as, you know, abuse of time. You don't spend your time wisely. It could be as serious as a sexual abuse, all these experiences come together to shape the way our mental processes the world. And um, also it could be just our environment, the people we spend our time with, you know, where we live and how we process things where we live. All these things come together and play a role in the way our mental processes things. This is why it's good to be self-aware as you be as self-aware as possible. You know, it's it comes with practice, but the sooner you can accept this, the you know, the better you will get at processing all this. For example, um, although this example is not that deep, it's more on the light side. <laughs> it's nothing crazy. Um, it just makes me think about um, I used to stay with a friend and um, this friend had a dog and um, my friend worked a lot. So I was responsible for you know, walking the dog multiple times. And whenever I walked this dog, I was always so, so, so mad. And when you think about it, walking a dog should be nothing but relaxing. It should be fun. It should be, it should be a good time getting some fresh hair. But whenever I walked this dog, I was always so stressed and upset with the dog and it just wasn't fun. And one day I decided to, you know, think about that. Like, why is that happening? Cause I, I got aware of it. Like every time I walked this dog, I was stressed out. And it occurred to me that I only decided to walk the dog whenever I was editing somewhere. So I'm like, oh, I'm about to go out. Let me walk the dog before I go out. And obviously, if you walk dogs, they 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 go about their business whenever they feel like. So they pee when they have to. They poop when they have to. So you don't really control that. So I'm there waiting for this dog to go about its business. And it's taking forever. And, I'm you know, I'm losing time. I have to be somewhere. So this always stressed me out. And this was the case every time I walked a dog and that was just mentally draining. This was this was an everyday thing. Think about that every day during the time I'm walking the dog, I'm stressed out. So I was aware of this and I changed that. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to walk the dog in the middle of the day when, you know, there's nothing going on. And this once really stressful walk actually became fun, you know. I enjoyed the time with the dog. The dog was not as irritating and it's just, it was just a better, better position for my, for my mental well-being. Like I just enjoyed it a lot more. Like I said, it's, that's more of a light um, example, but I, I make that example just so you can understand that the small things also matter when it comes to the mental well-being. I know there are a lot more serious cases out there, but those small things um, they, they factor into the way we process, you know, our day and everything. Um, self-awareness was 
definitely the bridge to accepting that I had to work on my mental well-being, specifically when it comes to human interactions and um, for me, self-sabotage. And um, the signs I picked up on with my um, human interaction problem was my constant pulling away from people, feeling like no relationship really matters because they're all going to fade away or die at some point. You know, like what what this really did to my relationship is that in, in the mental state is that um, I went into friendships not expecting them to last because of the previous ones. You know, the previous ones didn't last. But now when I think about it, I am almost positive. Actually, I am positive that the previous friendships relationships didn't last because I had I had a mental clock on them. You know, this mental clock was based on my previous experiences. And as soon as I thought we were getting to an end of our time, I tapped out. You know, I tapped out of these friendships. I tapped out with an idea that that wasn't real based on my many factors and started giving wrong energy to these people, to these people I considered my friends. You know, I started giving them the wrong energy because I was feeling we were getting to the end of this time clock that did not exist and obviously people perceive things so these people you know with time they also tap out because they're putting in putting in energy that i'm rejecting based on this time clock and they get to they feel that and they also tap out and boom there we have it the friendship is gone so it's not, it's my, I don't, I don't just lose friends. I, I, I speak it into existence and my mental supports it. You know, although this was an uh, um, example about friendship, but such like behaviors, you know, can bleed into other, other relations such as business relationships and even romantic relationships. Accepting this and living a life with this structure would easily lead to depression that is not good for your mental well-being. You know, it's good to be aware of these things. It's good to be aware of like how we handle situations based on experience and how we navigate the way we go about life. And with the with the topic of um self-sabotage, as most of you may already know, the most common self-sabotaging behaviors include procrastination, you know, self-medication with drugs or alcohol and um and um, comfort eating. Um there are many reasons why a person might act in a way that proves damaging, you know, to their well-being mentally or even physically. For me, procrastinating is where I fall. You know, procrastination brings on stress and stress kills or reduces your productivity for so many reasons. And this is obviously not of any benefit to my mental well-being. So mental well-being is broad. It's it's simple, it's complex, but as long as we're self-aware, it's easy to be on track. Some ways I would say to maintain your mental well-being are um, professional help. You know, get professional help. There's nothing wrong with that. There's this stigma that as soon as you get a professional help for, for a mental situation, then you have a problem. No, you need it and it's okay to get it no matter how small it is. If it's affecting your way of life, your process... You should get professional help if you need it. Connecting with others is another way to do it. Connect with people that put you in a good mood. Connect with people that, you know, enlighten you, give you knowledge and the things that could, you know, push you forward no matter where you are in life. Those connections are important and it's also, you know, good to push for them. 
um yeah say that enough um trying out you know trying your best to stay positive and get enough sleep you know sleep is that's a whole different topic we all know sleep is key sleep helps you process things differently we process things differently when we're tired we process things better when we were rested and had time to think so definitely 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 make sure you're out there getting sleep um yes um there is obviously a lot more to mental well-being than i have mentioned the goal of touching on this topic is to help people understand that the little things in our everyday life we know the simple things that the, the simple things that we categorize as bad habits could be more than just bad habits and should get the attention that they deserve to enrich our mental well-being. I'm also not saying that to, to go out there and categorize all your bad habits as possible results of mental well-being problems. I'm saying to be aware of the topic of mental well-being. You know, um, generally. And by doing this, you might just be able to address these issues, you know, and increase your quality of life. There's nothing wrong with that. It takes no time to sit down and access your day-to-day activities, see, seeing what works and seeing what doesn't work, seeing how you're interacting with people and acknowledging if there's a flaw and going back to see where is the foundation of this? Why do I react to things this way? What do I need to address? These are very, very, very important things to do. These are very, I can't stress that enough. All right, guys, Um, hopefully this was something you guys got something out of. I really hope you guys take the time to assess yourself. Uh, I hope you guys take the time to do the research, and I hope you guys are going out there with the goal to increase your quality of life, increase the quality of life um, for people around you because that's also important. I also feel the need to mention that although I've been on this journey for years now of better well-being, it's still a work in progress. I am not perfect, but I started a process and every day I live my life in a way that fulfills me, that fulfills the people around me. And I'm so glad I took that step because it's greatly increased my quality of life and I'm looking forward to the future. So, um, yes, once again, thank you all for listening. Really grateful. Um, and uh, please feel free to follow me on the Instagram page at OT says listen up. I'm always up for some feedback. I hope you guys tune in again in two weeks for the next episode. Go out there. Be great. Show love to people. You get love right back. And yeah stay stay blessed and um go out there and spread the word